The Real Health Real Talk podcast is strictly for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. My name is Ebony May. In this podcast, we discuss how you can achieve real health. I share my own experiences and interview some pretty amazing people. Three years ago, I was stuck in a vicious cycle of hating my body, bad dieting and having nowhere to turn. There is no one size fits all approach when it comes to health. So let's find what works for you. My passion and purpose in life is inspiring girls to feel good in and about their bodies. Now, if you're ready for some real talk, sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast, episode 23. It's going to be a quickie today and it is a solo episode. I'm addressing a question that I often get asked. How should I track my progress along my health journey, along my fitness journey, And it's a really important part of any sort of journey, tracking your progress, because everybody knows who has embarked on a fitness journey before that motivation can sometimes wear thin and you have to try and seek that wherever you can find it. And there's nothing more motivating than seeing your your progress, looking back and seeing your progress. I think it's an awesome motivational point and that's what we're going to address today. Let's get right into it. So I would like to address firstly that when people, people, I think the initial thought between tracking progress, that they think straight away scales um, and weighing yourself. And my immediate response to that is, what if your goal is not weight orientated? What if your goal isn't specifically to lose weight? That's what we're going to address first. So the scales, I'm not a big fan of. I really don't ever weigh myself. I don't even have a pair of bathroom scales. And I'm going to tell you why right now. If you're working out of the gym, if you're eating really well, if you're doing weights and you're, you're, you know, you can see in the mirror that you're looking super toned, that you may have gained some muscle, like you're filling out, but you're also like, you know, looking quite trim, like you've lost a lot of fat. You look in the mirror and you think, hell yeah, I'm looking really, really good. It can be so freaking deflating. If you then jump on the scales and you're actually heavier, than you were before, or you've stopped losing weight. But my friend, the issue there is that what if you have gained muscle? What if you haven't done a poo that day? What if this is some excess water that you're holding onto for some reason? When you jump onto the scales, it gives you a number and it's very easy to fixate on that number. And that number does not effectively or accurately represent the composition of your body, nor does it ever effectively define your worth as a human being? And I think it's very easy to get caught up in weighing yourself every single day and letting that dictate your mood. If you're a little bit lower than you usually are, you're going to have a good day. If you're a little bit higher than you usually are, you're going to starve yourself that day and you're going to have a shit day. It's too much of a mind game. And I think especially but people who have addictive personalities, not good. Okay, so you might have noticed that I said it doesn't give an accurate representation of your body composition. So what about body composition scales? Okay, I hear you. Everyone wants to see what their body fat percentage is. Everyone wants to see what their, what their muscle is at. And that is fine. What you need to make sure you're doing is make sure that you're going to the same, same scale every time because they are all really different. And when you say, okay, well, what's in, in terms of accuracy, nothing is really that accurate. What you want is if you're going every three months to the same to the same body composition measurer, 
or machine or the same DEXA, something like that, you're actually going to be getting relative results. So they might not be extremely accurate, but at least they're relative because I've, you know, bounced around and used different like DEXAs at different places and, and nose body composition um, scales at different places and, you know, various health expos and stuff like that. They've all been really, really different within a small space of time. And that can't possibly be true. Like you can't have extremely like different results within a very short amount of time. Well, you can, but this, if I know for me that, that it was, and everyone knows that it is just the, the difference in the different machines and so on and so forth. So I think, it, you know, if you don't get too obsessed with it, going to a DEXA, going to a body composition scan is, is fine. Like that's, that's dandy. And that's going to help you like track along with your progress as long as you don't get too obsessed with it. But at least that way you're seeing your muscle and you're seeing your body fat and some of them, you can actually see the distribution of your body fat and sit, like, set some new goals. Maybe if you're carrying a bit too much fat in your abdominal area or visceral fat, which is what is really actually dangerous for you, then that can be a new goal. I don't think there's really anything wrong with that. But it just please know that if you're jumping on the bathroom scales, just a regular pair of bathroom scales, it's not going to give you a fair representation of your body composition. And you may have gained muscle, which is awesome. And you may have lost fat. But it, the numbers may be going up. So I think it's something that can be really, really deflating. And that's why I tend to not recommend weighing yourself on a normal bathroom scales. Um, but also, if you are going to be using DEXs or body composition scales, I recommend that you go to the same one within the same and, and, and follow the same protocol. So if you've gone first thing in the morning and you haven't eaten, you haven't trained, do the same thing every, every three months, four months, however often you're doing it. Make sure all the conditions are the same. Now... There are some that say that they're super, super accurate. There are some that claim to be spot on. However, this is not really true. The only accurate way to assess your body fat, and this is like 100% accurate, is literally if you get cut up into tiny pieces and they weigh your fat. And I don't know about you, but I don't really desire to know my fat percentage that much. I don't think anyone does. So um, yeah, that's why you have to sort of take everything with a grain of salt. Okay, so you're probably thinking now that I've sort of like rained on all of those parades of like actually weighing for tracking your progress, you're probably thinking, okay, well, how should I track progress then? Like if, I, if that's not the best way to do it. And I'm not saying so much that it's not the best way to do it. I just think that you have to trade carefully and know that it's not extremely accurate and know that you have to go back to the same ones. So I think photos are really, really good because you can compare, um, you know, four weeks on, eight weeks on, and you can have different like progress shots. I think they're awesome. I think you can see a lot of difference in them. And there's like, when you weigh yourself, it's not specific to like each body part. If you've taken a photo like six weeks apart, you will look at it and be like, wow, like I've lost a bit of weight in my face. My stomach looks more toned. My skin looks clearer. And, and that's another thing is that how you feel is never taken into account when you use weight and when you use scales and when you go to a DEXA. Like the DEXA doesn't come out thinking, oh yeah, your digestion's a lot better. You're feeling a lot better. Your energy's really good. So another way that I recommend people track progress is actually journaling about how you feel. Before you start your journey or at the start of your journey, journal how you feel. What's your daily energy like? What is your daily mood like? How do you feel? How's your digestion? How are you going to the toilet? Like how many times are you going to the toilet during the day? Are you dehydrated? How are you going with your water intake? So that you can like document that every few weeks looking back 
and you can see a hell of a difference in between how you were feeling. And that that cannot be that cannot be told through photos and that cannot be told through a DEXA and it can certainly not be told through a pair of bathroom scales. And I think sometimes people think that they need to weigh themselves. People think that they need to take progress photos. You don't need to, especially if you're what if your goal isn't to lose weight? What if your goal is just to have a healthier mindset? What if your goal is to feel happier? Sometimes when you get into the into the space of health and wellness and fitness, it's sort of easy to jump on bandwagons. Um, so I think you need to really evaluate what are your goals and then tailor your progress methods to your actual goals. But I am absolutely no stranger to, to wanting to know about your body fat percentage and wanting to know about your muscle mass. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm just going to tell a quick story I went and got a DEXA scan, um, it was probably about a month ago now, and I didn't love the experience. Now, I, I love having a, a reference point and I'm excited to, you know, get it done in like maybe six months or four or five months in time um, to see how I have progressed. But the actual experience itself wasn't amazing. And I think that if you're really... Um, really conscious of your body image and, you, and you've got a bit of an um, addictive personality and you know that you're not really body confident, it can kind of knock you around a little bit. Even with myself, I think I'm quite okay in, in that sort of realm. I, I wouldn't say I'm really like um, struggling with body confidence or anything like that. But when I went to this particular place and I won't name where it was, when we were looking at my body fat next to it, it was the um, the body fat if, for if I for my somebody of my stature, somebody of my height and size, roughly what my body fat percentage would be if I wanted to be a bikini um, like compete in their bikini competition, and then compete in like as a fitness. You know how there's all those different like I'm not really good down with the lingo, but like all the different um, competitions within like bodybuilding what I would need to be for each of those things. And I just felt like that was peculiar because I never said to him that I wanted to compete and I never said to him that, you know, I never even said to him that I was wanting to lose body fat or anything like that. And I think that it was a literal comparison and I just don't think that's very, I don't know. I mean, you can, people might really enjoy that. And I must admit, like having a reference point, I found it interesting, like what I would need to be at my like sort of um, size and, and height to be those things but I never asked for that I never said that I wanted to do that so I found that a little peculiar um and I think that yeah so if you that is just sort of like a little warning if you are really insecure with your body and it sort of knocks you around a bit talking numbers and stuff like that I don't actually recommend going and getting a DEXA or weighing yourself all the time maybe search for a method that that makes you feel or that doesn't make you feel crappy because that's the last thing you want and I think that if you get bad results it might you know sometimes it might motivate you but it also might be like, oh, I've done all this hard work and, I, and it hasn't paid off. So I'm going to go sit on the couch and eat a bag of potato chips and watch a thing of Netflix. Like it can also have the, have the opposite effect. So in summary, that was very formal. In summary, I think that tracking progress can be super helpful because it can motivate you. But I also think that unless you choose the right kind of method to track your progress, that it's tailored for your goals and your personality and where you are at mentally and physically, 
it can be detrimental. So I think you have to really think about the way that you do want to track your progress. And you don't have to get caught up in the fitness in the fitness space and, and posting before and afters. If you don't want to do that, if you literally don't care, if you just wanted to start on your health and fitness journey because you wanted to have a little bit more energy, then focus on that and tailor your progress, progress um, methods to that. I hope that this was helpful. Like I said, it was just a quickie today. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed tuning in. I will talk to you guys next week, next Friday. As you know, every Friday there is a new episode on the Real Health Real Talk podcast. If you would like to hear more from me in the meantime, you can DM me or contact me or just follow me on Instagram at Ebony May Health. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I will talk to you in the next episode.